Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Monday the 19th of October. And in the news today, yes, it was Bathurst weekend um, yesterday. Uh, and we have a key we winner, but maybe not the one that you were expecting. We'll also have an update from the cricket where we've had some super overs in the um, uh, in the IPL over in the cycling. And it was a cracking stage in the Giro and also a uh, vintage um, Tour of Flanders edition uh, overnight. We'll bring you up to date with how the NRL Grand Final is looking next weekend. And over in the rugby, we obviously have the uh, Bledisloe Cup news, um, as well as a, a couple of uh, cracking games in the Mitre 10 Cup. Um, and uh, yes, let's start off with that um, Bathurst news. Um, and uh, so, yes, gentlemen, start your engines. And uh, New Zealand driver Shane Van Gisborne um, won um, Bathurst for the um, first time. Uh, it was looking rather comfortable until three rookies decided they were going to... Um, uh, all you know, crash out one after the other or get themselves in trouble one after the other um, at uh, the end of the, um, towards the end of the race, call, uh, bringing out the uh, safety car. Um, and obviously that means you have some restart, well, rolling restarts. Um, but as Shane Van Gibson said, as long as he got into turn too well, um, he knew he would be okay. Um, and uh, so him and co-driver Garth Tander, um, who picked up his fourth title, um, were uh, one at some um, the weekend. Um, those, uh, yeah, those two safety cars in the last nine laps were um, a bit, um, uh, were, of course, a bit of a uh, or excitement um, to uh, to one there. Um, moving on, then I'm going to hand you over to Ashwin, who's going to take us through our cricket update. Good morning, Paul. Oh, mute. No, I'm done the mute. Sweet. <laughs> good morning, Paul, and good morning to all our viewers and listeners out there on the interweb. And a couple of thrillers in the IPL. First, the thriller in Abu Dhabi. And Kokolan, Kolkata, Knight Riders and Sunrisers Hyderabad have played out a thriller in going to a super over in their match this morning. Knight Riders scored 163 for five off their 20 overs with Hendry contributions throughout the innings. 
and a turbo boost from Dinesh Kartik towards the end of the innings with 29 of 14 balls. In reply, the Sunrisers got off to a good start with Bestow and Williamson, and David Warner top scoring with 47 of 33. But needing two off the last ball of their 20 overs to win the match, they were only able to manage one leg by, and it sent the match to a super over. New Zealand's Lockie Ferguson having a fantastic super over for the Knight Riders, limiting the Sunrisers to just two runs whilst picking up two wickets. Now, when you lose two wickets in a super over, that means your super over is actually over. And the Knight Riders easily getting the three runs required for the victory. So the Knight Riders getting that super over done. Moving to the second game and the match, uh, well, I was... Uh, I've got this, I'm preparing in the morning and I put here the match just finished a short time ago. Well, indeed, it hasn't finished because it's also gone to a super over. It's been a tight one between the Mumbai Indians and the Kings 11 Punjab. Indians batting first scored 176 for six. It was a pretty measured start for the Indians with Quinton de Kock top scoring with 53 of 43 deliveries and Chiron Pollard providing some fireworks and impetus towards the back end of the innings with 34 of 12 deliveries. In reply, the Kings 11 have had KL Rahul guiding them through their innings with 77 from 51. Now, needing two runs to win off the final delivery, the Kings 11 managed one. They they popped out the ball to the uh, one side and they managed to get one run and they were going back for the second and the um, Indians were able to affect the run out sending this game to a super over as well. And I'm just going to see if I can quickly refresh. And what have we got here? It basically looks like uh, the uh, Kings 11 are batting and they've got three runs with a couple of balls left in that um, super over. And uh, we'll see how we, where we get to with that. Um, Paul might have to give you the final details on that one. The Knight Riders got a big boost uh, to their super over match this morning when Sunil Narayan was cleared of having a suspect bowling action by the IPL's Suspect Bowling Action Committee. And his name has been taken off the list of suspect bowlers. Narayan has been left out of Knight Riders' side for a couple of matches at the request of the Suspect Bowling Committee and also didn't play in the match reported earlier. And domestic ret cricket returns to New Zealand this morning. And uh, Northern Districts and Central Districts will be getting underway at Seddon Park in Hamilton and Wellington and Canterbury will be getting underway at the Basin Reserve in Wellington. Auckland Otago will be starting their match tomorrow at Eden Park Outer Oval here, right here in Auckland. And Paul, uh, looks like the um, Kings Eleven have just got another two. So, well, that takes them up to five. They'll probably need a nice big six off that last ball to try and make it competitive. Otherwise, it'll probably be a win for the Indians. But you'll keep everybody updated as I have to shoot and earn some dollars. That's our cricket news for this morning. Thank you very much, Oswin, and uh, good luck at uh, work today. And hand you over now to Stephen for our birthdays this morning. Yes, uh, morning, Paul, and good morning to everybody tuning into New Zealand Sport Radio, which is the start of a new week. We'll have a quick look at the weather today in Auckland. going to be a high of 19 degrees. It's currently 14 degrees, a little bit grey, but it will burn off and we'll have sunny skies by at least 10 or 11 o'clock this morning. And from what I understand, traffic is moving around the city quite easily this morning. So let's keep New Zealand rolling. I think I heard that over the weekend at some stage, Paul. Anyway, in uh, birthdays today, first of all, we uh, look at a former Hawks Bay and Chief 
we uh, look at a current Southland Stags player and uh, finally a uh, boxer ready to take on uh, Joseph Parker for the uh, best heavyweight down here in New Zealand. That's where we start this morning. Junior Farr, born this day the 19th of October 1989 and Papakura is a professional boxer. He has held the uh, interim WBO Oriental title since June 2018, but was promoted to full champion in July 2019. As an amateur, he represented Tonga at the 2010 Commonwealth Games, winning the bronze medal in the super heavyweight division. He's represented Tonga at the Oceania Championships, winning gold and silver medals. And apparently in 2017, he was ranked as the world's 57th best heavyweight by Box Rec and currently boasts a 62% knockout. He made his debut in 2016 when he beat Richard, Richard Tutaki in a first round knockout. The, first, the following year, he went on to become New Zealand's Professional heavyweight champion preceding Sonny Bill Williams. And don't forget, he has got a fight uh, coming up. We'll have some more on that closer to the time. Moving right along, Scott Ede, uh, born this day, 19th of October 1992 in Invercargill is a current rugby player. Now, he can play scrum half or first five, and he, play, he plays in the Mighty Team Cup for Southland. And finally today, Michael Allardyce, born this day, 19th of October, 1991, in Taihape, in the Manawatu Wanganui region, is a professional rugby union player. Now, Allardyce has played for the Hawks Bay Magpies and Mitre Team Cup and the Chiefs in Super Rugby, currently playing his trade off sea, offshore somewhere, but I didn't have enough time to uh, knock out that information there. So that's all our birthdays today. want to wish uh, Michael Allardyce, Scott Ede, and Junior Farr a very, very happy birthday. I'll be back shortly with Lee. Thank you very much, Stephen. Uh, moving on then to the uh, cycling, and it was a big day in the Giro d'Italia, and we had a shake-up with the... Um, uh, time trial yesterday and today uh, with a uh, mountain stage. It looked like um, we were going to have, or we, there was predictions of a change of leader. Would um, Julio uh, Almeida be able to survive the first day of the mountains? And the answer was yes, but um, his lead was cut considerably. Um, we saw um, Teo Gagenhart, or we, first off, we saw um, Welko Kelderman's uh, team, Sunweb team, um, add the pressure. Teo Gogenhardt went with them um, from Ineos Grenadiers um, and he uh, broke away to uh, win the stage with uh, Wilker Kelman and Yai Hindley, um, his Wilker Kelman's teammate, um, coming in soon after that. That saw um, uh, Almeida's lead cuts just 15 seconds overall. Um, Yai Hindley moved up to uh, third from 10th and Teo Gogenhardt moved up to fourth from 11th. So um, big games on the day. Um, for those riders, um, as other um, tour favourites were even further back, um, losing time. So, um, a really big day for Ineos Grenadiers, the fifth stage win of this tour um, of the Giro d'Italia, a team that has been criticised in the past for not having a plan B if their leader goes, drops out of the race, um, when obviously they lost uh, uh, Thomas earlier, who was their leader, uh, but have had a very good um, Giro anyway. Over in the um, final monument of the season, which is the, one of the uh, one the key one-day classics um, uh, in the Tour de Fla uh, Tour of Flanders, 
Um, Matthew van der Poe um, won by just the width of a wheel from Wout van Aert um, at the finish. Two riders who have uh, competed against each other for their entire careers, um, not only in road racing, but also in cyclocross um, as well. The two of them um, had a uh, broke away from the rest of the riders, um, and it's one of their few um, state uh, sprint finishes that they've had that they contested, even though they contested same races together. This was Van der Poe's um, win comes 34 years after his father, Adria, um, Adria Van der Poe, um, won it, and 57 years after his grandfather, Raymond Poulador, um, got a top 10 result um, as well. So cycling clearly um, in the um, Van der Poe uh, family genes there. We're going to hand you over to the sport that just keeps on giving. It's our NRL update from Stephen. <clears throat> Thanks again, Paul. It's going to be a big week in the uh, NRL because it is the final game to go in what has been a very interesting uh, competition, COVID and all. Not the full 26 rounds as normal, but we've come, it's all come to a crescendo and we have found our final two teams. I'll just quickly recap those results from the weekend. Go over the Betfred League and have a quick uh, chat on the records of both of these sides. Of course, those uh, results from the weekend saw the uh, Storm far too good for the Raiders, 30 points to 10, and the Panthers 2016 uh, to the good uh, winners over the uh, Rabbitohs. Now, the Penrith uh, Panthers, they will be uh, seeking their third title, having won in 1991 and 2003. They were runners-up in 1990, so it's going to be their of fourth appearance in the NRL Grand Grand Finals. So it's been 17, 17 years uh, since uh, they have uh, uh, picked up a title. Of course, uh, Coach Ivan Cleary knows there's plenty of hard work for the Panthers to do if they need to beat the, the Storm. Cleary, of course, uh, guided the uh, Warriors uh, to a win in the uh, 2011, oh, sorry, to a final in the 2011 title design decided but obviously went down that particular day he's extremely proud and grateful um they are heading through uh to the final but he realizes there is a lot of work to uh, beat the storm side the dream is to win it that's the dream but it's nice to get there it's hard to get there you obviously can't win if you're not in it famous words and uh of course they fell a little bit behind on uh, against the uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs on the weekend, but uh, stormed their way back into the final part of the punt. Speaking of the uh, Storm, the Storm have won three legitimate titles, 1999, 2012 and 2017, and it's the 10th time they head off to the big dance. Hard to know who's the favourites. I suppose you'd have to go with the uh, Penrith uh, Panthers, given that they are unbeaten. And, of course, uh, when is that final? Well, that final is on uh, next Sunday evening at ANZ Stadium. It's a 9.30pm uh, kickoff, which uh, means a little bit late for us uh, supporters over here in uh, New Zealand, but one that, that we are looking for. I just start wondering if I'm going to be unemployed next week. And finally, a just quick look at the uh, Betfred League. Just the uh, one result saw the uh, looks look looks like... Ooh, um, I'm just refreshing at the moment. Hull Football Club, too good for Castleford Tigers. 48 points to six as we have a quick look at the table. St. Helens with 22 points. Wigan Warriors, 20. Warrington Wolves, 20. And we have got the Catalan Dragons, <clears throat> excuse me, sitting on 16 points. Also the Leeds Rhinos on 16 points. 
that's all our league news today, Paul. Well, one week to go and uh, one final report on uh, rugby league. But uh, we still will have some rugby league from uh, from Super League, obviously, to uh, look out for. And I'm pretty sure during off-season there will be plenty of talk about player movements as well. And I think you'll probably just find me something else to do. And don't forget, we've also got, we'll have, um, uh, oh, what's it called? State of Origin um, as well comes up yep. um, after the season, which is a different, it'll be a very different State of Origin because normally it's mid-season. Um, so that's going to be very different as well. Don't forget to join Brad on Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Um, for the standoff where I'll bring you up to date with all of the uh, NRL news and obviously preview um, that final. Thank you very much, Stephen. And uh, exit left or, 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 or start your engine and zoom off. Um, to work, do please drive safely. Moving on then to um, the rugby, and uh, yes, it was the Bledisloe Cup 2 yesterday, and after the draw down in Wellington, um, it was up to Fortress Eden Park um, for uh, the All Blacks um, versus the Wallabies. And uh, a cracking first half of rugby that really saw a lot of rugby, but not many points uh, meant that the, the um, all Blacks went into halftime with a narrow lead. After halftime, though, um, they had a uh, purple patch of um, 10 minutes where they scored a couple of tries um, to um, pull away uh, and open up a gap. The Wallabies still um, were playing good rugby and really putting everything into it. They uh, had two tries um, or, or two nearly tries, one where they got held up over um, the line. Um, and another one where a line-up more just stopped short and they got to, got denied for a double movement that really could have put the Wallabies back into it. Um, but uh, the All Blacks had been dangerous on turnover all day um, and a, a turnover a ripped, ripped, ripped from a tackle. Um, and then the uh, Barretts um, uh, sort of started a counter-attack which ended up with Sam Kane um, going over uh, in, well, crossing over out wide. Um, to seal the game at 27 7 um, in that one. Uh, so, cracking uh, game, better than uh, and uh, much more competitive than perhaps the uh, scoreline um, suggests. Other games over the weekend, um, or oh, we'll get to games yesterday, saw Canterbury versus Waikato, and that finished 15 16 with a try in the 89th minute to win it. That's the third one point loss for Canterbury this season, uh, which shows you uh, how close. They have been um, in this one. But so, yes, big win for Waikato there um, down, or, or important win rather than big win, sorry, uh, down there um, in Christchurch. And Otago saw off counties 40 to 22. Um, comfortable win um, there for um, Otago, even if counties did get close at one point. But a Josh Timu um, try really broke the, uh, um, the dam, uh, and Otago pulled away. Um, after that with uh, three tries late on. Um, over in the Farrah Palmer Cup, and uh, we finished the regular season uh, and after the results from the weekend, um, uh, we were confused yesterday as to who had um, qualified for the um, semi-finals, uh, but it looks like we're going to have uh, um, Waikato versus Manawatu. We're sure on that one as Waikato finished top of the North Division Manitou second in the South Division and Canterbury um, will be hosting Auckland and we were unsure whether it was going to be Auckland, uh, Northland or Counties so they all finished on the same points uh, and it's a bit confusing as to how 
that was decided. But in the end, um, Auckland finished second to face Canterbury um, down there. Both of those semi-finals um, are next on the on the um, the weekend of the twenty third to the twenty fifth of October. So next weekend. Um, don't forget, you can listen to us on the go. Just download um, the sort of search on New Zealand Sports Radio on your favourite podcatcher, be that um, uh, Apple Podcasts, I, um, um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of those wonderful places. Uh, and you have now started the day the best way, up to speed with all the important sports news. Have a fantastic start to your week, folks, um, and uh, catch you tomorrow. Oh, so don't forget to join Arswin um, this evening at 8pm with Swinging from the Hip for your cricket updates. And talking of cricket updates, I used to bring you up to date with how that super um, over um, is going at the end of the first over. And I'll ask you, um, it looks like um, that, uh, oh, five was enough runs um, to win it uh, in that first super over where they lost two wickets because... Um, in the uh, second super over, they only managed to get four runs. And that means who actually won it. Um, uh, Kings Punjab, um, I believe, won it by a solitary run in the um, super over, I think. Anyway, um, we'll obviously have to get Arshman to clarify that during the swing from the hip this evening at 8 p.m. 